You're listening to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast with me, Alexia Leachman. Let me help you to take the fear out of pregnancy, birth and beyond with a mix of real life stories and experts sharing their wisdom. I'll also be sharing psychology insights to help you to cultivate a fearless mindset. Be inspired and be empowered with Fear Free Childbirth. And now it's time for the show. Hello and welcome back to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. My name is Alexa Leachman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, on today's show, I want to be diving into the topic of pregnancy and birth traumas. And more specifically, I want to encourage you to consider the possibility that you're carrying hidden pregnancy and birth traumas. And so what I mean by that are traumas or memories of events that have taken place that maybe you don't have a conscious recollection of. Because when it comes to birth trauma, many of us often immediately think of these big, dramatic, scary events around birth and pregnancy. But we don't often consider the possibility that we might be carrying the memories of events that we don't remember. And I'm referring to things like your own birth, you know, your arrival into the world, but also the memories of pregnancies and births that have come down through your lineage, through your maternal ancestors, your paternal ancestors. And if there have been any difficult pregnancy or birth experiences that have been had in the family, then it's very likely that you're carrying those memories within you. And so that's the angle that I want to bring today to this topic. But before I do, I just want to remind those of you about my upcoming professional training in fearless birthing and head trash clearance. So if you're a doula, a midwife or a therapist or somebody who helps people to let go of their fears and anxieties, then I think you'll be very interested in learning head trash clearance to support you in your work and to help clients to achieve the rapid kind of results that head trash clearance can bring. I'm going to be opening up the training later on this month in September. And so if you are a doula or a midwife and you want to use this with your clients to help them to get rid of the fears they're facing, maybe in the birth space as they are in labour, I used, you know, I was clearing my fears throughout my labour experience. And even as it was coming up to when uh, my baby's head was crowning and I was, it was, it was getting stuck at that point. It was getting stuck at that point. And I realised in that moment that I had fear around the pain of the ring of fire that that was really getting in the way of me fully letting go. And so I was able to clear that fear in between contractions. And then in the next contraction, baby came out. Now, obviously, when I'm, you know, if you're a midwife or a doula, maybe not all your clients or your patients are going to know how to do that. But if you can support them in doing that and do that for them, then you can help to bring about these incredible birth experiences for women. So if you're a doula or a midwife or other pregnancy or birth professional and you're interested in finding out more about the Fearless Birthing training that's coming up later this month, then you can head over to the Fearless Birthing website where you can find out all about the training options there. And maybe you're not a birth or pregnancy professional and you work with people in other capacities. Maybe you're a sports coach or maybe you work in a corporate setting. 
perhaps as a business coach or a marketing coach even, then you can still be using head trash clearance to help your clients get incredible results. I've been doing that for many years as a business coach too. I've used head trash clearance to help CEOs uh, manage better, get incredible in uptakes in their revenue with their businesses. So um, the fair clearance method that I've developed is not just restricted to pregnancy and birth. Your mind does not care what the fear is. It just cares that it's a fear, it's an anxiety, it's a conflict that needs to be healed. So whatever those anxieties or conflicts are, they can be healed and you can be free to achieve your life and business desires. So if you want to find out more about Head Trash Clearance training, then head over to headtrashclearance.com for more information. Okay, now back to today's show. So let's talk about pregnancy and birth trauma. Now, I know this isn't a nice or pleasant topic, but it's an important one that I think we need to bring out in the open and talk about. Now, the thing about trauma is a lot of people, when they hear the words birth trauma, for example, immediately go to um, the idea that there's this very difficult and traumatic birth experience that someone has had. And yes, that does affect many, many women. But I think we need to sort of open up the scope of what we mean by trauma and particularly emotional wounds and how they relate to the pregnancy and birth experience journey. Because really there are many wounds that we're carrying within us, many traumas that we're carrying within us that are related to pregnancy and birth experiences. But we may not necessarily think that we are carrying them or that we've had those experiences, especially those that are new to pregnancy, have never been pregnant, never giving birth. The idea that you might be carrying trauma or experienced trauma in relation to those two things might be really puzzling to you. And so this is what I really want to touch on briefly, is that we are carrying the memories and the traumas of these experiences from our mothers, from our grandmothers. And way further back than that. And we need to acknowledge this ancestral trauma that all women are carrying within them of the birth and pregnancy experiences that have been had by our ancestors. And so when you're struggling maybe with fears or anxieties around pregnancy or birth that don't seem to make sense to you, and that's the thing I think that a lot of people, particularly those with tocophobia, find is that they have this phobia and they don't know why they have it. Those with primary tocophobia who've never been pregnant or never giving birth, they're, they're confused. A lot of them are confused, like, why do I feel this way? What's going on? And the reason for their phobia often is a buried wound, a buried trauma, a trauma that maybe they, they're just not consciously aware of. Now, for many with tocophobia, usually, not always, but usually that wound might be the the trauma from their very own birth experience, so their own arrival into the world. And many of us, we, I mean, let's be honest, we don't all remember our own birth. I certainly don't remember my own birth. But I, what I do know is this, and that that birth that I had was a traumatic one for me. And I don't know why, but that was the trauma that was at the root of my tocophobia. And it's when I healed that trauma that I was able to finally see the light in terms of my own fears. I could see the end in sight. I was, I felt much lighter. And I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can now do this. I've got a few more fears I need to clear, but I'm out of the woods. 
And it was healing my trauma that was that pivotal moment for me from going from a place of anxiety and despair and and just overwhelming dread around birth and pregnancy to one of feeling like I could actually do this and I was near the end. The end was in sight. And I'm sharing that with you. Some of you may have heard this, made me share this already, but I'm sharing that with you because I think we need to just consider the possibility that we are carrying these wounds and these traumas that are related to pregnancy and birth experiences that may not be our own, but that we're carrying the memories of those experiences within us. And so if we really want to heal and be free of our anxieties and our wounds, then we need to take a look at what might be some of those hidden wounds and those hidden traumas that we're carrying. And so given that this is a podcast about pregnancy and birth, then I'm going to obviously talk about wounds that are related to pregnancy and birth. I think one that deserves a mention, and I'm going to be doing a whole separate podcast on this, is trauma around puberty. And I think a lot of a lot of women don't realise or maybe don't think that they did experience trauma going through puberty. But a lot of those, um, there are a lot of common elements between the puberty journey and the pregnancy journey. And then again, with the menopausal journey, you know, these transitions that we go through as women, where our body changes, where things are happening that we're not in control of, these are common themes in all three of those stages that can really undermine you, especially if you've got wounds that are hiding beneath the surface that you're not aware of. So when you think about wounds you might be carrying, you know, wounds that have the theme of not being in control of your body, of not knowing what's going on, not knowing how things are going to turn out. If there's any wounds that have those kind of themes going on, then they could be playing out in your pregnancy and birth fears. And so what I like to do is I want to make I want to make this as easy as possible for you to heal your wounds because we don't always not all of us have got the money to go and find some a professional to support us with our with our journey with our healing journey and for many of us it is possible to do that healing ourselves and so I'm always looking for ways to come up with solutions for people to do that self-healing, to take charge of their own healing journey so that so that you can decide what's going on with you. If you're wrestling with something, if you're struggling with something, then you can say to yourself, hey, well, okay, I don't like how I'm feeling about this. This is really dragging me down. This is really making me struggle with this situation, with this thing that I'm dealing with right now. And I, I don't, and I don't want to be like this. I don't want this to carry on. And so if you decide that you want to change, that you want to do something about it, then I want to be able to help you and meet you halfway and go, hey, okay, if you're ready to do this, if you want to do this, here are some things that can help you. And so that's what I'm all about. And of course, some people will need to find professional support and need somebody there to hold their hand through it, to help them to process what's happened to them in terms of traumas that they've experienced. And that is absolutely valid. But there are many people too that simply want to let go of this stuff, to let go of these trapped emotions that are just weighing them down. And so that is what I want to support you with as much as I can so that you can let go of anything that is getting in the way of you being able to think about birth or pregnancy or parenthood with anything other than love and joy in your heart and excitement and and fun. And, you know, having kids 
is fun. Yes, it's hard work. I'm not going to say it's not hard work and it can be a total pain at times. Absolutely. But there's lots of joy in there too. And when you're overcome with fear and anxiety, it's difficult to access the joy. So if there's anything I can do to help you to access that within your life, then then that's what I want to do. So, you know, but thinking about healing your wounds and healing your trauma, some people think, well, I don't know if I want to go there, Lex. I don't think that I want to open that box. You know, I've managed to bury it. I've, it was a difficult experience for me and I've put it in a box and it's on the top shelf and I don't want to go near it because what happens when I open that box? It's just going to blow up in my face. It's going to, I'm going to be a mess. I'm not sure I'm ready for that. And I hear that a lot. And I totally understand that position because, you know, opening up our Pandora's box of fear. And I use that term because it's a term that a lot of my clients have used over the years. And so I I come to use it too. Um, And I like to, the the metaphor or the analogy that I like to bring to mind in this situation is, is like a bottle of Coke. Okay. So many people imagine that when they go to their Pandora's box of traumas and wounds and difficult experiences in life, they imagine that, you know, they've, they've put the lid on and there's an enormous amount of pressure there that stuff that just wants to come out. And there's a lot of effort being taken in keeping that box shut and putting it well out of arm's reach. Very much, and they they imagine that when they open the lid, it's going to be like a bottle of Coke that you've shaken, where it's just going to go everywhere and you're going to be dealing with an absolute mess, usually your own hot mess. And the idea of bursting into tears, being uncontrollable and just losing your mind, losing your state of, you know, your state of just being able to be calm People just don't want to do that. And, and I understand that. But when it comes to healing our wounds and healing our traumas, it's not always like opening a shaken bottle of Coke. It is possible to, just like you normally open a regular bottle of fizz, you know, you can just open the bottle that's not been shaken and it'll just go and and that's it. And so when you take it or if you open the lid slowly, it'll just, you know, it'll just gradually release the pressure And so this is what you can do with your wounds and your traumas. By healing individual wounds a bit at a time, one at a time, you can release the pressure that is felt within your Pandora's box so that you can work through the stuff. You can take it one piece at a time, release the pressure, lighten your load, lighten your emotional load so that all of those wounds that you're carrying within you don't feel as heavy. So that when you do want to take a look at the more tricky ones in there, the more painful ones in there. You've let go of some of the lighter ones. You've let go of some of the ones that maybe aren't so painful. And you've got more resilience, more emotional strength to be able to tackle the ones that are left. When I'm working with people, I always encourage them to to work around the edges. I've One term I like to use is, is say, you know, sometimes you know, you, at some point, you know, you might think I've got to go in through the front door. You know, the front door is where it's all happening. The front door, you can think of that as being where your, your biggies are. You you know, that's where my big scary events are hiding. They're behind the front door, but you don't always have to go in through the front door. You can go in through the side. You can go in through the garden. You can go in through one of the upstairs windows. And by doing that, you're still getting in there, doing a bit of tidying, doing a bit of releasing, but it isn't with the big scary stuff. And so if you do go in these side doors, going through the garden, then you're, it, what you're doing by doing that is, is building your emotional resilience, is building your emotional strength so that you're better able to handle the prospect of going through the front door. You know, if you're feeling overrun with your fears and overrun with your anxieties, 
you're thinking, well, hang on, there's a big scary monster in the front door. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not, I don't think I can handle dealing with that. I haven't got the strength. You know, I need to hold my my bat and use my arms to be able to bat that thing away. And I haven't got the strength to even pick up the bat right now, right? So so leave it. Don't don't go there. Go around the side, go and clear some other stuff that maybe doesn't feel as as, as terrifying for you. So what could that be? That could be your wounds around um, some of your inner child wounds. Some of the, you know, there are lots of wounds that we're all carrying, these universal emotional wounds around abandonment or rejection or betrayal or guilt or injustice. These are wounds that we've all got to a certain degree. And some of them, yes, will be biggies for you potentially, but some of them might not be so big for you, but they're still going to be wounds. I remember when I was looking into all these wounds and I read about the injustice wound and I was like, well, that's not one of mine. I don't know. Not of course. I haven't got that. But when I was really familiarising myself with the telltale signs of this wound, I was like, oh my goodness, I have got this one. Yes, of course I've got this one. I've got loads of these telltale signs. So I went and healed the wound and was able to release a load of stuff. And that, along with healing other wounds that maybe I thought, well, I haven't got that. No, I haven't got that. But the minute you start healing them, you start realising that, oh, I have got a bit of that going on. Of course I have. How can I have not had that going on? I've, I've, I'm a human being that's had a life. You know, some of these experiences, you know, humiliation, injustice, they're very difficult to escape um, by the time you reach adulthood or the age where you might be pregnant. So of course you're carrying some of these wounds to a degree. So maybe go and heal some of these wounds that don't feel so pressing for you, that don't feel so big and scary for you. And in doing so, you will be lightening the emotional load. Um, If that's what you want to do, I've got loads of these wound healings in the Fear Free Childbirth Shop that you can go and do on your own, in your own time. And doing this can really help you to to, you know, to lighten the emotional load and, and give you that emotional resilience so that you can think about going in through the front door and dealing with some of the more scarier aspects or scarier wounds that you're holding within you. Now, if you have got some pregnancy and birth wounds that you do want to tackle, I've also got some wound healings for those too. Now, the thing about having, um, about clearing your wounds around pregnancy and birth is if you've got, if you've had a very difficult pregnancy experience, and I know I've worked with many women who you know, they didn't know they had tocophobia until they got pregnant. So, you know, it was an accidental pregnancy, much like my was. I didn't realise that I had tocophobia until I got the pregnancy test. And then I felt terrible and just fell into a pit of despair. And this is common, as, as I'm finding. I've worked with many women who had very similar experiences. And so, you know, I didn't know where my why I felt this way. But again, like I mentioned earlier, this was down to my own birth trauma of my own birth. So if you are wrestling with a fear or phobia, then it's likely that you've got a pregnancy trauma going on there, maybe inherited or acquired from your mother, your grandmother. Maybe you've got a birth trauma going on in there that is maybe your own birth. Again, maybe it was you inherited it from your mother. You Maybe you experienced it in utero. You know, if your mother had a difficult pregnancy experience with you, then you will pick up on that as a baby when she was carrying you. So ask your mother, what was that pregnancy like for her? You know, she struggled. You know, when we're being carried by our mothers, we're sharing consciousness, we're sharing body. We're, we're one and the same at that moment. So what she experiences, we experience. So ask your mother what she experienced when she was carrying you. And that might give you some clues as to what, what might be going on for you in terms of some of the wounds you're carrying. I know when I was on my healing journey, when I've been 
trying to dig into why I was still struggling with certain things. You know, I went down the trauma healing route because I realized that was really going to be my next level with my own healing journey. And that was really where I needed to go with my healing to start breaking through to to a new level of consciousness, to a new level of happiness and peace within. The next, you know, the level for me was really tackling all my inner wounds, the hidden wounds particularly. And what really surprised me was how many of those wounds I was carrying were from my in utero experience and from whatever my mother was experiencing. So I was walking around with wounds that weren't even mine. They were hers. But because she was carrying me and it happened when I was in my second or third trimester, then that just became the fabric of my being and within my DNA, within within my body. And I've been, I was carrying it until I then took the time to release them and let them go. And my goodness, what a release they were. I mean, I, you know, half an hour crying like a crazy person and wondering what on earth I was healing. And, um, and I, it was a total mystery at the time that I was healing it. What, what was I healing? What was so painful for me? But it was later that I was able to tune into what that was and when that was. And then I was able to really, when I was able to figure out what that experience was that embedded that trauma in me in the first place. So I'm sharing that with you because I think we do need to open our eyes, open our minds into the possibilities of these hidden wounds that we're carrying around pregnancy and birth. And just because we don't have a conscious recollection of something doesn't mean we're not carrying the memories of those things within us. And it's very likely that even if we're not carrying uh, memories from our own in utero experience or childhood that we can't remember, that maybe there's ancestral trauma going on there. Maybe it's traumas that our mother experienced when she was carrying us. Maybe we're bringing stuff down the family line, down the lineage of the women in the family of what their experiences were in birth and pregnancy. When you think back to what your ancestors went through, you know, what what my mother, what my grandmother went through, they lived through wars you know, imagine being pregnant during a war, giving birth in wartime and what that does to you when there's rationing, when there's not enough food. This is where a lot of our a scarcity wound might come in for you, where, you know, some these fear of conflict, because at some point you've got these memories of very extreme conflict within your ancestral line. So I'm going to wrap up now, but I really wanted to just share with you the um, the reasons why it's important to open our mind to the hidden aspects of the wounds that we're carrying and how releasing them and healing them doesn't have to be this hugely painful, you know, shaking a bottle of Coke experience. It can be a more gentle experience. Yes, it might involve tears. Yes, it might involve a pile of tissues. and But crying, you, no one's going to die from crying. Crying is okay. Crying is an important release that we need to do. It's a way of letting go. And once that's out, once you've cried it all out, yes, you might feel spent and you might need to go and have a lie down. But oh my goodness, how lighter you will feel and how much better you will feel afterwards. And and this lightness will help you to shift your perspective and to look at things differently. And that is transformational. That's the kind of thing that can really shift your experiences, not only in life, but also around pregnancy and birth. So if you are interested in healing your wounds, your hidden wounds around pregnancy, birth, or indeed any of the other inner child wounds I've mentioned, such as abandonment or loss or scarcity, um, rejection, betrayal, 
any of those, I've created wound healing activations for all of those so that you can work through them in your own time, uh, process it. You know, there's a wound healing journal that comes with all of these so that you can maybe think through what's going on with this wound, how it's showing up for you, where it might have come from. Sometimes it's useful to do that conscious processing to think about who's related to this wound, like who who's involved in this wound for you? Who was maybe responsible for putting it there? Um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about them now? You know, how do you feel about the way that this wound has affected you and your behaviour? These are all important aspects of our wounds that when we think through them, it can really help us to kind of identify important stages or important to-dos on our healing journey. You go, oh, actually, that was an important thing I learned. And that's brought about my need. That, that's where I've got my thing around uh, not wanting to lose control. So I need to work on how I feel about losing control because that came about as part of this experience. You know, untangling all this is how we start to heal. And so bringing some of this understanding into your conscious mind can really help you with your healing journey. And that's what I want to help you with. So if you want to find out any of these healing activations, then just head over to the Fear Free Childbirth shop where there's a whole range waiting for you to assist you on your healing journey. Well, that wraps up today's show. I hope that you found today's show useful, interesting, insightful, and all of those things. And I'll see you again next week on the Fear Free Childbirth show. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Fear Free Childbirth podcast with me, Alexia Leachman. Fear Free Childbirth is the online destination for women seeking to take the fear out of pregnancy, birth and beyond. With fear clearance meditations, self-healing products and courses, professional training and specialist programs for overcoming tocophobia. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then check out the Fear Free Childbirth Mama Ship. It's a bit like Netflix, where you can binge on a boatload more Fear Free Childbirth content to inspire you on the journey to motherhood and beyond. More interviews, more birth stories, more expert wisdom. Visit fearfreechildbirth.com to find out more.